A pretty newsworthy AEW Dynamite last night. Sting makes his debut and Kenny Omega wins the AEW Championship. And we get a tease of an AEW Impact Wrestling Partnership. We talk about it next on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, let's start it off with the first time in nearly 20 years we hear Tony Schiavone on TNT scream, It's Sting! Your thoughts? The icon is back on TNT. And yes, it made for a very cool moment when they were talking about, you know, this is, winter is coming. I don't really think people ever thought it was Sting because the rumors of him, you know, making an appearance in AEW were pretty much talked about, I think about a month and a half ago. Longer. So this really Over the summer. This, yeah, this really kind of came from out of nowhere. And there's been speculation ever since, you know, WWE decided to pull his merchandise um, and he didn't make the appearance at the pay-per-view. So I think people pretty much assumed this wasn't going to happen. Now, last night, they were able to silence all the critics and what made for mostly an epic, epic moment. The important thing that is going to have to happen from here on out is, you know, how do they keep this fresh? How do they continue to use thing in a, in a way that is going to benefit them? And uh, yeah, the, the moment itself is great. I think the future is the most important part for Sting. As we know, he did sign a multi-year contract from what we've heard. Yeah, and that's the question. With this multi-year deal, does this, does this include him actually returning to the ring? And yes, mm. there's people that want to see it. And there's some people that say, listen, the guy's 61 years old. He has stenosis, the same injury that had Edge out for nine years. The one that has Paige retired for what's it been three, four years, maybe even yeah. five years. She's been gone for quite a while. So it's not exactly the, the safest. You got to make sure you have the right guy wrestling with him. If he does come back, but a lot of people also talk about the possibility of him managing Darby Allen, which they had a pretty neat moment there with the close up of them facing off on each other. What'd you think of that? Yeah, I, I definitely thought this was a good moment. I think when we were putting our list together of potential opponents for Cody for the TNT Open Challenge, we even brought Sting's name up. Now, now, do I do I actually want to see him wrestle at 61 years of age? I probably would lean towards no. If he was going to have any match at this point in his career, I would I would have hoped to have it been against the Undertaker because that was always right. probably the the one match people were talking about and wanting to see for years and years and years that never actually came to fruition. So uh, that, that ship has certainly sailed. We are most certainly never going to get that match. No. Um, so I, I think it will be interesting to see how he's utilized in AEW and if he actually makes some type of return to the ring. Now on the quick impact of this, we, I mean, we're impact. We're, yeah. No pun intended, <laughs> but one thing that I can't say that is actually true with concrete numbers is for some, somehow, some way stings video on YouTube is the number five trending video in the world. And not only that AEW dynamite gained over 200,000 viewers last night, totaling 913,000 total viewers. That's pretty big. I think. Uh, it can be big depending on how you interpret it. I think it certainly is impressive for AEW because it is trending right now. It does have people's attention. My argument is obviously going to differ from your stance, and I know that from having conversations about this. I am under the impression that if you compare this, those numbers of what that video is doing in comparison to other numbers, 
it's not as impressive overall. And just in terms of pure content across mm -hmm. YouTube, and we can have that debate at another time. Right. Um, now, the other thing I want to point out is this. As we've talked about, Sting is 61 years of age. So him going out, making his debut, obviously there's still some appeal there. People want to see him. People were interested in that. They're looking it up. They're watching the clip. That also speaks to where the industry could potentially be right now. This guy's 61 years old. People are searching him. He's close to 1 million views on YouTube. How is that not happening with other people in the wrestling industry or more specifically in AEW? Why is this older guy have so much uh, attention and appeal to people uh, at this point in his career in comparison to other people on the roster? So all things that I think we should probably consider when we look at the numbers right now. Right. And but I, I'm going to say this, you know, I think they need to take that and run with it. How do they do that? How do they build this audience with this big moment? Because I know a lot of people were talking about it on social media last night. Obviously, the clip is trending on YouTube the day after. Pretty big, pretty big. Yeah. But, and I say this all the time, because people complain all they're doing is bringing back old guys from WWE and whatever. But you got to have the guys there to carry over and keep those fans there, those casual fans, those laps fans, those ones that probably only watch WCW and watch Sting. That's mm -hmm. why I think this is a pretty big thing. Like the people that watch WCW, they were watching for Sting from 1988 to 2001. Literally the last match on Nitro was Sting and Ric Flair. Yeah. Because those were the two guys that carried WCW throughout the entire time they were on Turner. Yeah, you you could argue Hogan and the NWO, and you could also say they they ruined the company because True. of the politics and all of that type of stuff. But right. Sting was certainly one of the biggest players and influencers within WCW, and he was beloved. Uh, and obviously, he still does have some appeal to the fans. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think that's important for them to kind of build off this if they're if if. If the intent is and what they're trying to do is use Sting's appeal to attract either lapsed fans or uh, casual fans to their product, your goal now should be to create new stars. Make sure it's Darby Allen, whatever other younger guys that you want to try to push, establish them as top guys. So, you know, when Sting does eventually retire or leaves AEW, whatever ends up happening, you still have them interested in some guys that you're able to, you know, promote and build up. Yep. And I think as the weeks go on, it will become increasingly difficult for uh, Sting to have his appeal. De the debut last night, you know, people are looking it up. People are watching on YouTube. All of that's great. It was unexpected. So if we see a bump in the ratings and viewership at some point, you know, that, that, that might be something we see. Next week, we know that he is going to talk. He's going to make an announcement and he's going to talk about his future in AEW. That will probably get a lot of attention as well. As the weeks go on, how do you keep it fresh? How do you keep him involved in storylines if he's going to be out there on a weekly basis? Right. That's going to be increasingly difficult because he's not going to be wrestling or we'd assume he's not going to be wrestling. He certainly won't be wrestling on a weekly basis. So if you're keeping his appeal uh, strictly based on promo storylines and, and all of those types of things, you've got to keep it fresh. So uh, it's important, one, that, like you said, you got to build up the younger guys as as long as he's bringing in uh, the appeal and all that type of stuff. And you also got to promote Sting in a way where fans are are bored of him after a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a guy that people were behind for many, many years, so I don't think people are going to be bored of him. 
But again, we bring up the question, what stars can they bring in? Darby Allen could definitely be a guy that people could gravitate towards. MJF's another one, Sammy Guevara, Orange Cassidy. I know there's, there's a niche audience at least for Orange Cassidy. You know, we're not going to talk about his mainstream draw on this episode. We've done that way too many times. Yep. Another guy could be Kenny Omega. And he wins the AEW championship last night in a very interesting way. Yes. So after it's, I think it was like a 35 minute match, maybe even 40 minutes. It was a long match. It took up a majority of the hour, second hour. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kenny Omega is appeared to be injured after getting suplexed into the heater causing him to have a black guy, I guess, as he landed on the floor. Don Callis, who's on commentary, tries to stop the match because of his injury, drops the microphone in the ring. Kenny Omega breaks the gentleman's agreement to hit John Moxley with the microphone behind the referee's back, leads it to the one-wing angel. One, two, three. Kenny Omega, Don Callis run out of the building. Bunch of fans backstage, or a bunch of wrestlers backstage are saying, you know, screw you, Omega, booing him. Alex Marvez asks him why you'll find out why on Tuesday Yep, dynamite's on Wednesday, but what's on Tuesday impact wrestling on access TV. So again, buzz is being created as now we talk about new Japan partnership, never talk about impact, but it seems like that's the direction we're seeing. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, you know, I, I I do question how much of an impact, again, no pun intended, this actually is going to have for AEW overall. I think this certainly is going to benefit impact and the wrestlers at impact more so than it's going to uh, affect uh, AEW. You know, I, I think it's cool that they're going to be having some type of partnership, you would assume. Um, it opens the door for guys to call, uh, to go back and forth and cross promote like we've seen with Thunder Rosa in, the N- in NWA. Um, and maybe, you know, who knows where this leads to? Does it lead to a potential, um, partnership with new Japan pro wrestling, other smaller companies, other smaller promotions? Maybe it certainly seems like AEW is trying to, um, as people say all the time, recreate the territories in one way or another. Yeah. I have been one that I believe that's the direction they're trying to do. Uh, I know people try to say there's this war between AEW and WWE, but maybe last night just confirmed maybe that's not the war we should be talking about. It should be the rest of the pro wrestling industry against WWE. And even then, I don't think we should be talking about WWE being dethroned as the number one promotion. Like, it, it have to take a lot for that to happen. It really will. But I think that gap of WWE and everybody else is going to be very shrunken now because when AEW, who has done well, at least in the 18 to 49 demo ratings, starts bringing in Impact, starts bringing in NWA, starts bringing in New Japan and all these other promotions and they're willing to work with them and you have the territories, I think that benefits the pro wrestling industry as a whole. I certainly think that this is going to have a lot of appeal to the hardcore fans. And I I think that a majority of the hardcore fans watch wrestling all the time and who are dedicated to it are already probably watching AEW anyways. I don't think this is going to have the effect and influence that some people think that it is going to have. Yes, I think it is cool that they're going to have this working relationship. It opens the door for some what 
some wrestling fans would consider, I guess, dream matches, Mm -hmm. some cool moments with Mm -hmm. uh, interpromotional type of stuff. I don't see this moving the needle one way or the other all that much. I really don't. Because when you look at look at the landscape now, okay, cool. They're going to have this partnership with Impact Wrestling. Kenny Omega is going to be there Tuesday. Yep. Who and how does that move the needle for the better of AEW? You know, who 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 is there that's going to get that attention? Who's really going to take them to that next level? And I think I think that's what people fail to see sometimes i feel like sometimes the wrestling industry or the wrestling fan base looks at the wrestling the wrestling uh industry overall like as operating in a bubble and doesn't look at it from from over the overall you know picture the bigger picture of it mm-hmm. I, I i don't see that this partnership between the two is going to shift the balance of power one way or the other for the better of you know aew or impact or any of the smaller companies uh, like like some people think it is going to. Well, I don't think it's going to shift the balance. I think it will make it more balanced, if that makes any sense. But one thing that I think, there's there's a few things that AEW actually benefits from this. Because everyone's like, how does AEW benefit from this? One, Impact Wrestling, although their audience in the United States and their reach in the United States is very low, being on Access TV, they are available on other cable providers around the world. They have reach in Africa. They have reach in India. They have reach in Canada and all these other countries that AEW could tap into through Impact Wrestling. The other thing is, outside of WWE, who does many people say has the best women's division? Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So you got that. You got the talent sharing of the women's women's division. Also the tag division. A lot of people, you know, whether it's the Motor City Machine Guns or the North, they see a lot of dream matches with those guys with the already deep tag team division of AEW. There is a lot to benefit from Impact Wrestling, although in the United States it may not seem like it. Worldwide, which is what is the next step for AEW, that's what it could take from Impact Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think that this is something that is going to certainly be celebrated by the hardcore wrestling fan base, the diehards. I I, I think that this is something that's going to be viewed as very positive. I think overall, what AEW needs to try to focus on or just wrestling in general is trying to find that next big star, wherever that is, whatever company that's going to be in, whether it's WWE or AEW. Um I, I think that that's going to be the thing that is going to get wrestling to that next level. I, I don't, I think that the hardcore fans, they'll celebrate this. This will be great, but you still have the casual fans, the laps fans, the new fans, the guys that they're going to be working with the Eric Young's, the motor city machine guns, uh, whoever else, the top guys, I know like Sammy Callahan, um, like Rich you got, Ken Sh- yeah, like guys like that. It's not like they are, they haven't been around the block. Like they've been, they've already been, some of them have been in WWE. They've already been in NXT. They've been put on national television at a larger level than just operating or working in Impact or at the level that AEW has had them in. And with their current characters, it never really got them to a different status level, right? And that, that was in the biggest promotion in the world in WWE. Um, So, I, I don't foresee it getting them to like a next level as far as like a status thing. I think that it will be celebrated by the wrestling fan base, the the hardcore fans as being something that could be very good. Uh, but I, I just don't see it as something that's going to get AEW or any other company to that next level, now, regardless of the partnership. 
Now, the last question to ask when it comes to this partnership with AEW and Impact, a lot of people are fantasy booking the possibility of this leading to some kind of either one of two avenues. One, it is an Impact versus AEW invasion angle that culminates in a blood and guts match that we haven't gotten yet because of the pandemic. Or Mm. the Bullet Club finally happens in the U.S. that WWE tried to do, didn't quite make it with AJ, uh, Gallows, and Anderson. But now with this Impact partnership, you can have Kenny Omega show up, have Gallows and Anderson be the ones that attacked Moxley, and then the Bucks come in, and then you have this U.S. version of the Bullet Club in AEW. Yeah, you could you could do one or the other. I mean, I think that the probably the more logical one to me... I, I don't know if we're going to get like an invasion angle type thing. I think, I think the bullet club thing probably seems like it's more likely considering when you kind of, kind of look at where everybody's been and kind of who's been running this whole situation. It seems like Don Cowles has had a lot of influence yep. in the yep. partnership, Kenny Omega, the box, all those guys without, without their run in the bullet club and maybe even their, their Epic run prior to AEW, you might not even have AEW as a company overall. So I I think that there's a lot that I think, I think it's more likely that you see like gals and Anderson and Kenny Omega and the bucks having some type of interaction, whether that's a feud or a a reformation of the, the bullet club. Um, You know, maybe somewhere down the line, you do get the, the larger invasion angle, but I, I just don't see right now. Impact isn't at the level where if they did something like that, it would benefit AEW all that much. I don't think. No, but let's not forget, like, outside of WWE, the Bullet Club was a huge merch seller. Sure. You know, and, you know, top sellers at Hot Topic, and that that's a pretty big thing. You know, if they were able to market it the way WWE should have, didn't take advantage of it when they had AJ, Balor, Adam Cole, Gallows, Anderson, all former Bullet Club guys there, never really took full advantage of that, and AEW does, can they double down on what happened in New Japan? And you talk about Don Callis. If Don Callis is able to work that deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, I know Chris Bay is working the best of the Super Juniors, who's in Impact Wrestling. Does that start that mending of that uh, relationship? And then we get the full-blown Bullet Club doing not just New Japan, but also Impact and also AEW. So, yep. The Bullet Club could be taking the world by storm yet again in the pro wrestling world. Yeah. So, Let me ask you this. So I, I know Tony Khan uh, about a month ago, maybe three weeks ago, he he did put that that cryptic tweet out about the shift of the balance of power in professional wrestling. Yes. Do you see that being something based on last night's Dynamite? I know a lot of people are talking about this was it. This was the moment that was going to be the start of the shift of the balance of power. Do you see that as be, as this episode of dynamite being the first step towards that yes considering now we're probably gonna have a partnership with impact and how so well first they got the guy that was behind wcw on tnt for years and years and years with sting obviously creating buzz with laps fans casual fans and of course the diehard wrestling fans of today that's step one step two is you know you have this partnership with impact who was basically the only company to come close to competing with WWE in the last 20 years. So that's another big step. Step three now is taking that and building off of that. 
who can you can you have another somewhat newsworthy episode where people are like, I want to see what happens next week. That's something that pro wrestling in general has really been missing in 20 years. What am I going to watch next week? I got to watch next week because of this. Now they're promoting Sting speaking. That's going to be a huge ratings bump without question. That segment. Now, can they take that and make MJF a guy? Can they make Darby a guy? Can they make Sammy a guy? Can they make Orange Cassidy? Whoever they want Mm -hmm. to make a guy that people are like, I want to see what they do next week. Because the pro wrestling fan, the AEW fan, they're already doing that regardless. But people are saying right now, well, they're not growing their audience. This is the test now. Between now and, let's say, April, mania time. Because that's really the big, like, wrestling. That's when wrestling really thrives on a yearly basis is is January to April. Can AEW carry this momentum into that Royal Rumble to WrestleMania uh, timeline and grow their audience? And if they can, it's going to really benefit them. But it all depends on how Tony Khan and the rest of the AEW guys book this. If they book it like, the, like it's indie wrestling, it's not going to work. If they book it like they want to grow this audience, it's definitely going to work. Yeah, and 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 that's kind of my feeling is I feel like this is a step in uh, the direction that is something that is meant to please the hardcore fan base. I think that the partnership with Impact opens the door for some potential what I guess some people would consider dream matches. I think that it will get initially out of the gate, get some attention. Uh, I think that a lot of the hardcore fans will be interested in it. I don't see how this can... When you say shift the balance of power, to me, that means you're trying to dethrone the WWE as the number one dog, the number one company in professional wrestling. The only way I see that happening is by going out there and and creating the next big megastar Uh, because the industry has not seen a big megastar probably since Cena. Uh, and, And whether if that happens in AEW or Impact or elsewhere, that's when somebody can truly try to compete with the WWE. I think that, the fans overall, the fans who are already watching and paying attention to it, they'll love this. I don't see this as being anything that will get them any closer to dethroning WWE at any point soon. Right. Well, only time will tell. And I'm sure people are going to be debating about ratings between now and the end of time on which show draws better ratings, WWE, Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, NXT. But for this one night, I think it was a huge night for the pro wrestling industry as a whole. Can we at least agree on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from them. I think I, I thought that the, uh, the sting debut and the way that that dynamite ended, I th- thought they were very newsworthy. It's just like you said, how are they going to capitalize? What do they do from here? That's the main point. How are you going to cash in? How are you going to get uh, people outside the wrestling bubble? Because that's what people are. That's what, they're searching for the attention of the average consumer. How are you going to get their eyeballs on your product? That's exactly. what you're trying to do. Exactly. Not just the wrestling fans, not just the fans that tune in every week, the guys that are going to go to pro wrestling tees and buy a sting shirt. Which, How are you going to get highest, the casual fans? Which was the highest selling t-shirt I'm sure. in 24 yeah. hours. They it was I'm like sure. a record. Yep. So. How are you going to get those casuals? How are you going to get them, hook them and watching every single week or buying t-shirts or buying pay-per-views? That's what you want. You need to grow the audience. Otherwise, if you're not going to grow, 
whatever talent you have, whether it's MJF or whether it's uh, Sammy Guevara, whoever it is, eventually when they become a free agent, WWE will be right there with their checkbook open, ready to take those guys away. Whether they sign or not, that's a whole nother discussion, but you need Mm -hmm. to grow in order to pay these guys and keep them um, under contract. Agree. So, like I said, very newsworthy episode of AEW Dynamite. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. Can AEW take this momentum and grow the business of professional wrestling? What does it mean of the new territories with the partnership with Impact Wrestling? And your thoughts of Kenny Omega being the AEW champion. Don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCPB Podcast. And you can join the conversation by subscribing, hitting that bell for notifications, and we'll talk to you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psychobabble.